We start this episode with the original tunes of Antoine Escoffet, a.k.a. Green Giant. He's a DJ who has made a name for himself in the French part of Switzerland. Between anecdotes, myths and his career path, you'll hear some really useful advice if DJing is what you want in your life. So thank you very much, Antoine. So you're a DJ Green Giant. I am very happy to have you on my podcast because you're the first DJ that I interview. I would like to know how did you become a DJ in the first place? Well, in the beginning, my brother had turntables in his bedroom and I started to play with his records and his, with his turntables and... Well, yeah, that was the beginning and it became a bit more serious with the time, but that was it, pretty much. We're talking about what age? I think I was around uh, maybe 15, something like this, yeah. Wow, so you had, it was like your hobby, I guess, you were in your room playing and uh, are you like self-taught or did you go to any school to become a DJ? No, at that time, I don't think any school existed, but I had some friends who were already DJs, especially one who was like a really, really good DJ at the time. He still is a good DJ, actually. So he taught me a lot, but otherwise it was like self, self-practice self and trying to understand how other DJs were doing things, and especially because it was before the internet. So, yeah, it was like a lot about like listening to mixtapes and trying to to copy some some famous DJs and stuff like that. Actually, that brings me to the next question. Um, What does make a DJ a DJ? What what is the profession of a DJ? Um, (laughs) That's a difficult question Uh, because there are like tons of different DJs. But as soon as you play music in front of people, you can say that you are a DJ. But uh, for me, at least, uh, I, I think you have you you have to have some, some technical skills. That's important, and to understand how music works and how uh, beats are, are are made and stuff like that. But otherwise, I mean, some people are just DJing for fun and just playing music from iTunes and stuff like that. I mean, it's cool. Uh, as long as you don't want to to be like a professional DJ. So by the time you uh, you were 15, it was it was a hobby, and I guess your parents had plans for you uh, going to school, becoming I don't know a lawyer or something. Did you actually go to school? Did you what what kind of uh, academic background do you have? Yes, I went to school. I know how to read and write. <laughs> <laughs> but after after school, I wanted to be a, a webmaster. So so I studied um, like uh, HTML stuff like that. And I never worked <laughs> in in this era. So so yeah, I was actually I was trying to find a job in the uh, like computing world. And it was difficult to find. And at the same time, I I was having like more and more gigs. Uh, so I was like, okay, so let's let's be a DJ for for a while, and then we'll see. And that while last that while lasted a long time because I'm still a DJ. <laughs> 
so yeah, I, I think that paths are, are are very different for for everyone, and it's it's greater when you start having success in what you love and then you can actually even make money out of it so and that's what basically becomes a profession you know making your living out of something so what was the step between uh, having a hobby as a, a dj and then becoming a professional what took you there well that's a good question i don't think it changed like from one day to another but yeah i mean when it's more like a job of course, you cannot do uh, just as you wish. You you have to to like understand that you're playing for people. You you have like someone giving you money to 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 rock the crowd, basically. So uh, it's not like you're you are alone in your bedroom. But I think uh, for me, uh, when I was like um, twenty years old, I started. To work for a radio station here in in Lausanne, probably that was the beginning of my professional career, because it took me like to to other places and and I became to be like a bit known, like around Lausanne. So people were asking me to to play uh, here and there, and yeah, I think that was like the turning point for me. Did you actually apply at the, I believe it was the RTS, and did you apply there or did they find you or someone heard about you and proposed you the job? Well, it was it was like a, a funny story. A good friend of mine well, I, uh, had a show on, on this radio and he was like wanting to, to stop it because my, he was tired of it, basically. Uh, so he called me one day and was like, hey, what are you doing on Friday? Uh, can you replace me at the radio? And I was like, okay, no worries. And so I took my records, went to the radio. And, and there's the guys, uh, the radio guys that were working there were like, okay, that's cool. Uh, you came because uh, we had nobody. But can you come back like uh, next week? And I was like, okay, no worries. And uh, the, the week after, the week after, the week after, and I stayed there for 23 years. <laughs> wow, that was nice. <laughs> I, I imagine that th this is probably the best way to become a DJ where you like you had no expectations really to, you know, professionally. Now, there, there's a lot of people, of course, t uh, you know, today that want to become DJ badly. And, uh, you know, of course, there's a lot of competition. How does it work today when you want to be a DJ? And what are the risks, let's say, or the the obstacles that you can expect to have in your way? Well, you, you're totally right. It's it's difficult to become a professional DJ and earn some money out of it. When I started, I, I had no plans, actually. I, I was just having fun in my bedroom, playing records, and that was it. So I would advise a young DJ to just to have fun first and to love music and to practice and don't make too many plans because you, you never know where where it's going. And yeah, it's nowadays pretty much everybody is a DJ and it's pretty hard to make your place. When I started, it was a bit more difficult because you had to buy a lot of records and, and the gear was really, really expensive and stuff like that. But we were only a few. So, so that's how I, I got my chance. Nowadays, it's a bit harder for, for younger DJs, but I think you have to understand what 
people want and to to propose not only like a, a performance but also like a concept a party concept and stuff like that i like a party con concept yes ah okay interesting can you tell me about a concept like this and also can you tell me what difference there is between uh, different DJs because you were saying like there's different kinds like is there someone that composes music is there someone that just mixes music of other artists and where do you stand there so for your first question about party concept it can be anything but um, uh, nowadays at least here in, in, in Switzerland DJs are not bringing people to clubs anymore like like we used to do people come to clubs because it's this party like the the brand of the party this is like really really important for example i have like a party called downtown boogie and even if it's not me or, or my colleagues people are going to come because it's this party mm. that's the first question also uh, for the second one you have like how can i say this There are a lot of differences between uh, music genders. Like in the electronic music scene, uh, you have to produce your own music. In my scene, which is like the hip-hop scene, most of the time you, you only play uh, other people's music. That's the first thing. And also you have like, for example, uh, some DJs that we call turntablists uh, that are only worried about the technique and doing some crazy stuff with the turntables and in a way like creating new music with existing music uh, so they don't perform in in clubs those djs they they do like battles and stuff like that and yeah we have what we call the bedroom dj uh, who, who only plays music like for for himself and, and that's fun and i have no problem with that i i, I need to to precise this <laughs> And yeah, otherwise, I mean, DJs are DJs. <laughs> Now, to the question whether you can actually make a living out of this, are you able to be a full-time uh, DJ and, and live off of your earnings? Or do you need to have a, like a, an extra job on the side? No, it's, it's my only job. I only do, I only DJ. So, but we are only a few. Most of the DJs around here uh, have a, a side job mm. or pretty much a main job, we can say. And DJing is a side job. And the tricky thing is that we always see like the really, really, really famous DJs, but it's so hard to get there. And I don't think I would advise a young DJ to, to look at them. I mean, if you want to, to, to be a better DJ, yeah, okay, you can look at them, but you probably are not going to have the same career as them. So, so yeah, I mean, if you really want to, to do this for, for a living, prepare a plan B. <laughs> That would be my advice. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's like basically like being an actor and then you always see the ones who have made it and are on the top of the iceberg. But whenever art is involved, it's, it becomes very, very difficult to make a living from this. Are there uh, any myths about about this career, about the playing as a, as a DJ that you can uh, mention? Oh, yes, there are a lot. First thing, I think uh, a lot of people think uh, we, we do drugs all the time, <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. I don't do drugs at all. <laughs> also, uh, you imagine that uh, you, you, you are like 
partying like crazy all the time, which is not true. It's a job. It's not, it's not parties anymore. I mean, you, you can have fun. You can drink a bit and stuff like that, but it's not the goal of what we, we're doing. We, we are doing a job. That's it. And yeah, I, I, I think a lot, a lot of, a lot of people imagine that I pick up girls like at every party. <laughs> Which is not true at all. <laughs> you have, I have to say this. So yeah, m maybe the reality is a bit less sexy than it looks, but but it's still a nice job. How much are you actually in front of a computer? Uh, because I'm always thinking, you know, jobs that uh, require computer time and jobs where people want to be maybe in the outdoors and uh, have nothing to do with computers. Is that the kind of job that allows you to be away from electronics? I mean, of course, you you base your job on that, on, on, on being on uh, before it was records and vinyls and now it's actually everything on the on the computer but do you work a lot uh, in preparation on this or like only at during parties for instance and during your uh, soirée no actually i have to to prepare my my sets it's not like i prepare every song but i always have to 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 know uh, what's new in the music world Uh, that's one thing. And, and the other thing is you have to promote your parties a lot. So you, you need to have at least a Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, like the basic social networks. And, but yeah, I mean, during a week, I can stay away from my computer, like, like during a pretty long time. I don't need to be like on my computer all the time. And it's nice because I don't like that, actually. <laughs> Especially the promotion part. I hate it, but I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because it, you're actually, you know, um, your own entrepreneur, right? So you have your product and, your, your, and you need to promote it. Now, is there, and this is a very stupid question, but let me ask it. Is there any chance that a DJ can be an employee DJ? Yes, you can. For example, if you work for a radio station, Or uh, some some people like are uh, are employed by clubs and they play there like uh, twice a week or three times a week or stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's possible. I don't personally I don't want to do that because I like to go from one place to another, and I think like playing always in the same place is boring. But but you can do it. Yeah. Have there been uh, difficult times in your life during your career as a DJ? Yes, for example, like a long time ago, I had some difficulties with with uh, money. I, I wasn't earning enough money, so so it's it's really 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 stressful. And besides that, one thing that is difficult is that when your mood is not so nice and you're like feeling feeling depressed or stuff like that. It's so hard to go to a party and and try to to act like you like super happy and having fun and stuff like that when it's not true at all. Yeah, it's something I, I didn't think about. It it's true. It's um you need to kind of put a mask and then exactly. play play the part because they pay you for this, right? Of course, now it's been what uh, three decades that you've been doing this, uh, but yeah, more almost, yeah. almost. So, and you told me in another occasion that you never thought you would um, be a DJ for that long. Are you thinking of continuing, or do you have other plans uh, for the future? For the past ten years, I've been thinking about doing something else, but obviously, I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, 
I know that I'm going to do something else. I just don't know what he, uh, yet. Okay. And I guess the, the world is your oyster. I mean, there's so many opportunities to, to do something, something completely else. Or maybe something still in, within the music industry. Or maybe you'll just continue to be a DJ forever, which is also fine and, and beautiful. And you, you were saying that you don't work like every day. You, do, you work on, on, on the different you know, parties and so forth. How many do you do uh, like a month, for instance, that allows you, you know, where you need to also put time into promotion and marketing? It depends on on the like. It can change from one week to another, of course, or one month to another. Uh, I used to do like maybe six to eight parties per month, but uh, nowadays I I do a bit less because I want to. Mm. Uh, that was a, a choice, and also because um, my earnings f uh, for for some special parties are going up so so i i can afford to to do less and it's hard to say how many hours per week for example i work because it's it's like doing it like pretty much all the time but a little bit mm -hmm. if if that makes sense <laughs> Yes, it does. I guess it's also it's in your brain uh, all, all the time and it, you breathe music, right? Um, you were saying before that uh, there were no schools back then. But are there schools today where you learn how to DJ? There are a few, um, especially for the uh, electronic music DJs. But yeah, yeah, you can, you can take courses and also you can find some really nice courses on the internet. Do you have any any advice for someone who wants to be a DJ and who is totally passionate about it and just wants to do that in life? Um, yeah, my first advice would be listen to a lot of music, like all the time, and a lot of different music. And also, I'm, well, like I said before, don't don't plan to be a superstar. Mm. That's my that's really important important. Like keep humble and then see see where it goes without having to necessarily match that big expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thinking back on skills, besides for the obvious skills of being a DJ, what what would you say are skills that are gonna be useful for for your career now that you've been a long time a DJ? I'm talking talking about soft skills. I would say understanding the music, like how it's created, uh, how. Uh, for example, the most important thing is to be able to count bars, stuff like that. That's uh, the first thing you need to learn. And besides that, it's it's not that complicated, but you need a lot of practice behind your turntables. Even though it's it's not complicated, uh, but you have to 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 be comfortable wh with what you're doing. And there are things that you cannot learn from anyone else. You have to learn it in the club, like in front of a crowd and to see how a crowd reacts and stuff like that. I couldn't teach that, but it comes with experience. Is there a lesson you've learned in the past years that you want to share with me? Something that you say, oh, had I known that before, I could have done this differently. Hmm. <laughs> well, probably stay humble, but believe in yourself. Uh, when I was younger, I, I thought I was like a bad DJ, so I had no ambition, and also I was a bit too shy. So, so believe in yourself. That's a, that's really really important. 
Great advice. It's interesting. That's uh, what a lot of people tell me during podcasts, you know, be persistent, believe in yourself and and, and you'll make it. it. It sounds easy, but it's actually not. Mm-hmm. Not easy when you're uh, constantly doubting and they're, okay, maybe I'm not good enough. There are others who are better, but then, you know, there you go. You've been here for doing this this job that many dream of and you made it. So that's, that's, that's great. So, Uh, I would like to ask you before we end uh, about an anecdote that happened that occurred in your life that you would like to share. Yeah, one, uh, a few years ago, I was playing in, in a club in Lausanne, but it wasn't a fancy club. It was more like an underground, underground club. And I was behind the turntables playing and I see a guy wearing a smoking and carrying a, a whole bunch of roses, like white roses coming to me. And I was like, well, what is this guy doing here? And he gave me the, the flowers. And I was like, what the hell? I'm playing music. It's not, it's not like a really nice, nice club. So I, don't, I just don't get it. And the guy leaves the club without saying a word. I mean, leaves the stage, not the club. He stayed in the club, but mm-hmm. he, he left the stage. And I was like, what was that? What, what just happened? And uh, a bit later, uh, a friend of mine who, who knew this guy told me that this guy was working in a palace where uh, a girl was having like a birthday party and he wanted to come after his shift to, to my party, but was afraid that the club would be packed. And uh, so, so he took some, some flowers from the palace, arrived at the entrance and said to the bouncer, okay, I need to, to give this to the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he, he got in for free. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is that he, I actually gave you the flowers, so yeah, he could have yeah. just stopped it there at the entrance, right? <laughs> and did you keep the flowers? Uh, no, I gave the flowers to a lot of people in the, in the room. <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's cool. That's very funny. A funny story. Yeah, what people do to come and see your show, <laughs> right? That's uh, that's great. Um anything else that you would like to share with us? Well, you were asking me to what kind of music we could play at the end of the at the end of the podcast. Uh maybe because there's a job which is like really linked to DJing is music producing. And actually I studied the to produce music during the pandemic because I was stuck at home mm. like everybody else. So I was like, okay, let's take this time to, to learn how to, to produce music and to make beats. And uh, maybe I can send you a, a beat that I made uh, recently. Oh, that would be great. And what I'll do is uh, not only we'll, we'll use it at the end of the episode, but also I'll put a link so that people can just click on it and then have it uh, and, and listen to it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being there, Anthony, Anton, Anton, Antoine, <laughs> the green, green giant DJ. Uh, you want to say something about your name? Why uh, is it important actually for DJ to have a, a very, let's say, um, unique original name? I don't know if it's that important. I didn't choose it. A friend of mine gave it to me like 30 years ago when I was doing my uh, first party. He wrote that name on the flyer and that's why it's still my DJ name nowadays <laughs> and um, I confirm that there is some truth to the name <laughs> so uh, yeah for those who want to uh, understand why you have to come to Lausanne and then uh, go to one of his parties <laughs> thanks a lot it's been Thank very you. very pleasant 
Green Giant started when he was 15 years old with turntables at home. Fast forward 30 years and he's still enjoying a professional life as a DJ. The path isn't always straight and, as he says, you should prepare a plan B. But, like Green Giant, you may never need it. (laughs) 